welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. Today we have Netflix's 131st film. It's the 2019 comedy The Last Laugh. It's directed by Greg Pritchinkin and it stars Richard Dreyfus, Chevy Chase, Andy McDowell, Lewis Black, Kate McCurry, and Chris Parnell. I am Jesse, and thank you for joining me today for our next episode on this comedy from Netflix. If you haven't seen this one and you wanted to avoid any spoiler alerts, this is the time to give us a pause, come back later on, because I'll be jumping straight into this film and <laughs> some scenes, some characters, all that sort of stuff that's probably going to give this film away. So um, feel free to come back later on, and I'm going to jump into my fast flicks where I do a quick summary of what this film is about. So overall, this is about a retired manager who convinces an old comedian client to go on the road with him one last time. So big cast, big, big, big cast. So these, these are some people that um, you know we, we know from comedy films throughout the 80s and 90s and and they play these sorts of familiar roles in this one and um, Chevy Chase for example I mean this is his first leading role in a mainstream film since 2000 since the film Snow Day um, which is um, very 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 um, a big gap I guess between breaks uh, the, the film was announced by Netflix on 2015 Oh, sorry, the 25th of September, 2017. Um, this is when they broke the deal to distribute the film. It has a couple of different titles um, across the world. So, for example, in Finland, it's called The Final Climax in French. It's called Just a Laughs. Japan, it's called The Last Tour. And Poland, it's called Who's the Last to Laugh. And these are all titles that fit in well with this this film, um, this, this comedian going on the road trip for The Last Laugh. And the title, I guess, actually gives away a little bit about the plot, which um, I might talk about very, very soon, but um, it, it was put on Netflix on the 11th of January 2019, filmed in New Orleans in America. Not a very good consensus on this one. So on Rotten Tomatoes, it sits at 53%. That's on 15 reviews, so sitting on the rotten side of things. The audience has it even lower at 36%, and this is on over 100 reviews. IMDb, it's a little bit higher, 5.6 out of 10 on bit over 5,000 reviews and letterboxed low again on 2.4 out of 5 on a bit over 2,000 reviews. So um, a bit higher than some of the, the recent films that we've looked at, but also, uh, sorry, in the way that audiences have watched this, but not necessarily in the way that audiences are connecting with this one. Early thoughts on this one for me. So, I mean, it wasn't an offensive comedy, but it also, it, it just wasn't funny. The, the performances were fine, um, but it just it didn't stand out as anything exceptional. Realistically, I think I would have, I wouldn't really recommend it. I wouldn't waste my time with it because, um, you know, just just stick around and I'll, I'll talk through why it's not necessarily the best comedy that you're going to see um, anytime soon. Characters, some characters we can talk about in this one. So, um, Al Hart is this character by played by Chevy Chase. He doesn't. He's this character. He doesn't see himself as old, and we know that. You know, he's getting on in age. Um, He's got his granddaughter, um, Jenny, who's he's trying to look out for him. He's falling over. He's doing these old people things, and, and she just doesn't want him to be alone in life because he's recently, or I don't know if it's recent, but he has lost his wife. He does visit her. Um, she's passed. He doesn't know what he's supposed to do in life without her. And and this sort of move, I guess, that the granddaughter's looking at is, is putting him in this old people's home. Um, and at start, he's very hesitant, but once he goes on this tour, he, he's happy because there's this guy, Buddy, there, and... Um, they're friends. He's known him in the past, so there's that familiarity that he can see. But you know, there's also a lot of um, old ladies there that sort of, um, you know, he's a little bit excited about. I guess, um, and I guess that leads into Buddy Green, who 
this is almost um, just as much his film as it is Al's film. He he's this um, guy who did comedy briefly earlier in his life, um, realized he wasn't going to make it big time, so he went into podiatry. Um, seems pretty happy with where his life's at. He, he smokes pot, um, and the film it, it does a, a it makes a big point of wanting you to think that he's funny, and you do see a lot of his stand-up routines and his jokes. <sighs> I mean, not really. There's no, there's nothing there that's really that funny. Um, he, he's the same sort of um, uh, with with the female company. He, he's sick of losing women that he likes. And there's this reveal later on, and spoiler alert, alongside with the title, like I mentioned before, that he's dying. Um, and going back over my notes, I guess, that there were a lot of hints um, that this was actually happening that I just didn't really pick up on. Um, and I, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I wasn't that much into this film, but... His his son. He's got a son. His son cares about him. He's another old dude that's that's on this this. It's like a buddy road trip that they're on together on this comedic journey. Um, the last character I'll talk about is Doris, and Doris is this um, this sort of love interest that they introduce for Al later on in the film. She's this happy sort of free spirit who who, who gets on for the ride in the back end of the the film, and um, she she also dis- she smokes a bong and. And she does mushrooms and, and Al, even though he's, he's told Buddy that he doesn't do this stuff, he does get into it with her. And I think the big thing that really stood out for me, this is um, Andy McDowell's character. I think that realistically, um, she is way, way, way too young um, to be with Al. And I thought this multiple times throughout the film. And it just really added to a bit of that, this is not believable aspect of this film. Okay, the director, Greg Pratikin. Um, nine directing credits, 12 writing credits. The only one thing that I knew of his was he did one segment in that movie 43 film, uh, which was sort of like that collection of different directors doing these little comedic sort of uh, jokes with with big name actors. Uh, he did, however, he wrote and directed this. So uh, nice that he's had that opportunity to, to get some of his own work out there to a, a big audience on Netflix. Scenes, scene, scene, scene. So things that I didn't mind in this one and... I guess that this is this adds to a little bit of the themes, but Doris, this character, she does give this nice advice to Alan, and she talks about you know taking your shoes off for special moments so that you can feel the ground and and feel what's going on around you. And I really really like this, and there is a connection later on in the film where Al's watching Buddy perform and he, he's got no shoes on, and it's just this. It is a nice thing that they add in earlier in the film that they connect to later, and, and it it sat really well with me because I think that is a nice little message too. Um, there's also this scene where. On, on their road trip, Al, um, Buddy, that, and Doris, they all rock up at this hotel and there's this sort of uh, disconnect as to Al doesn't know where he stands with Doris and, and what she wants from him. And, and they're in this hotel and there's this nice shot down the middle of the corridor. Al's right in the middle of the corridor and then Buddy goes into one room, Doris in the other room, exactly the same time. And he's just standing there by himself, which is really, uh, really, really well done. <laughs> I do apologize. There are a bunch of birds outside my window um, causing havoc today while I record this. So that's that noise that you can hear in the background. Uh, I will talk now some about some scenes that I didn't necessarily like in this one. There's there's um, often these group sessions at, at this old person's home where they have this shot of an ambulance rocking up because there's you know old people there. So medical issues are, are constantly happening. And the men just gossip. It's like this little circle of, of, of men gossiping. And they talk about Viagra and um, dirty sexual jokes and hard-ons and things like that. It was just really gross. I don't want to hear old guys talking about that sort of stuff. And, and maybe that's because this sort of film isn't necessarily... Uh, targeted at 
my sort of demographic and maybe this sort of talk does happen with older people and, and they would find this funny but I definitely didn't um, there's another scene where Alan Buddy they're sitting at a diner eating and they're making jokes about old people eating grossly just wasn't funny maybe 20 years ago this would have been a funny joke but just just wasn't um, there's this scene where Al and Doris do mushrooms and it goes off into this whole trippy experience and there's like dancing and full band music playing and it just was so out of sync with the rest of the film and showed how small the budget on this one was because the special effects in this were in this scene in particular were, were pretty ordinary um, and then I guess just speaking of, of music too the, the score and the soundtrack throughout this film was, was very off it was very weird there were weird weird selections throughout that just didn't make sense um, so that's something else that sort of bugged me about this one uh, I'll lead now into the the themes or the ideas and and this is a little bit about losing loved ones. Um, obviously, you've got some older characters. So you've got Al who's lost his wife and um, Buddy lost a partner that he was with at some stage. And then obviously this idea too that uh, Buddy's sort of on his on his last legs. Um, and and two, the old people that are being isolated, you know, often dismissed by the younger generation. You, you get them into an old people's home and it's someone else's issue. Someone else can look after them and care for them. And um, these two guys showed that they're more than capable of traveling across America by themselves without that need or that support. And avoiding life at an old age too. While, while they are able to go on the road and, and do their own thing, they do ignore calls from family and they, they, they don't really want to have to deal with the things that I guess they may have dealt with their whole life are responsibilities and, and issues from other people. They just want to enjoy their last few years um, and, and enjoy that moment in life when you have it, which is a nice little touch, I guess. Um, something to take away from this one. I mean, I think, I think the big issue with this one is that if you're going to sell this film as the last laugh, and it's a film about comedy, you actually have to have some comedy in it. And I think that's the one thing that really lets this film down. If you filled in the situations where they're trying to make you laugh, make the audience laugh, and put some actual funny jokes in, this might have worked a lot better. Uh, and, and as I mentioned before too, when, or at this stage, Andy McDowell is 62 and Chevy Chase is 77. So that, that's a 15 year age gap. In the middle of life, that age gap's probably not too bad, but it's almost like the wrong end. It's like if you looked at the the, cop, the opposite end where, you know, 15 years difference when you're younger, it's a bit weird and it looked weird on the screen in this situation too. So and just a, a little thing that maybe this was miscast as well. Um, we do have a, a segment part where we talk about IMDb and if we ever jumped on IMDb to check anyone out, and this one this one's quite a funny one for me because the granddaughter of Elle was um, Jenny. Um, she's played by Kate Micucci and... I'm a little bit embarrassed because I looked her up and I was like, oh, so she was Nurse Trisha from Sandy Wexler, another film that we've, we've covered on this podcast. And I vividly remember that scene with her and Adam Sandler. I was like, cool, perfect. That's where I know her from. And I went back through our episodes. We did Sandy Wexler episode 33, so nearly 100 episodes ago. And I had exactly the same IMDb checkout for that episode too. I think I think this is the first time that I've looked up the same person twice and it's a little bit embarrassing and sort of shows um that my memory is not exactly the best and you know she is um she's in the Big Bang Theory, she plays Lucy and uh, she's the voice of Velma in some of the Scooby-Doo animated films as well. So I looked her up for exactly the same thing last time. <laughs> um, so a bit of an embarrassing little story there for our IMDb section today. But I think that's almost time for me to wrap it up and, and put a close to this episode uh, where at the end of the show, we give a rating, the, or give the film a rating out of five um, and a little bit of a summary. So, I mean, like I've sort of mentioned, it's a, it's a buddy road comedy that, that's missing the comedy and possibly some miscasting that's in there as well and that didn't help. And it, it's really hard to recommend this because 
it, it doesn't bring back any nostalgic moments or memories of the cast or any of their, their better roles that they have um, been in. And it's almost like they're in cruise control in this film. Uh, so I am giving it a two out of five, which sits a little bit on the low end, but I think, I, I mean, it's not absolutely horrendous, but it's not great. So that's that's a good spot for it to sit. And we do have social media. We we have Popper post up for our episodes each week, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Feel free to give us a follow, give us some likes, comment on our posts. Um, this I just wanted to know what's your, your favorite road film in, um, in context with this film being a, a road film as well. And if I think briefly about this, I think Thelma and Louise is probably one of those those films that stands out, and that is that is such a good film. So I'm interested to hear what you guys think as well. What is your favourite road film? And that almost brings us to the end for this week. We will be back again next week for our next episode, and we have another 2019 film, and it's a sci-fi fiction film called EO, and it's directed by Jonathan Halpert. It stars Margaret Qualley, Anthony Mackie, and Danny Houston. I do love a bit of sci-fi. Uh, we, we've had some good sci-fis on this show in the past. Um, Ark is a film that comes to mind that we enjoyed on this one. So I'm hoping that this may be along the same lines and looking forward to checking that one out for next week. But as usual, thank you very much for spending the time with me today. And I hope that uh, you've taken a little bit out of The Last Laugh from Netflix. Netflix.